1: Hello and
0: welcome back to Wining, a wine
1: podcast, a wine show broadcast nationwide. You never told me we'd be nationwide. I've we, well, got a little bit of the willies now. Yeah,
0: exactly. <sighs> we'll get this, mate. You can download our content in Bosnia. No. You can download our content in get Nepal. Get out of town! You can download this. I don't actually know if you can download it in the Nepal. If if you've got Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah, but there's there's different iTunes. Anyway, we digress. Welcome <laughs> back to Whining, a wine and beer podcast with uh, me. Uh, I'm Josh Jivney. Hey. And Sean is here as well.
1: Sean Cooper. Familiar. Hi, Hi wine Josh. Guy. Hi. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so with this podcast, I brought a beer to his table. Sean has brought a wine. It's our job to impress the other with the drink we have brought.
1: Ready for this. Yeah. Ready for it. Ready to feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm twisting. The cage has been released. Oh, I can feel it coming. Loose. There we go. That looks good. Yeah.
0: Hold it a bit tighter. Yeah, that's it. No tighter still, I think. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Sean's brought champagne. Yeah. Uh, why have you brought champagne? Because we're celebrating. It's um, one more year that, um, surprisingly, nobody has um, tried to claim the bounty on your head. <laughs> There's not much bounty.
0: <laughs> the only people I've angered enough genu- generally don't have high enough incomes to put a bounty on me. Um, and I li- I'm not saying that like I have a much higher income. I imagine they're all earning more than I have. <laughs> but not quite at the
1: level of, w- of which a bounty well, a could bounty be could a- be awarded. Well... There's no rule to say a bounty needs to be more than a tenner. Um, no, but you have
0: to persuade someone to murder someone.
1: <laughs> if you like, like murdering, I think most sort of mur- deep murders its own reward. To the no, who but, like no, it's
0: not though, because most murders are done by uh, spouses. So there's a, a reason. Um, sort of a mercenary type murder is going to have to be, you know, you're paying like a number of thousands on the deep web to get someone killed, and it's not all like. I bet it's not someone in nice leather gloves and, like, a sniper rifle. You sound worrying. It's just some really, really... (laughs) Just, <laughs> it's going to be some really angry guy with some issues that has access to the deep web, killing you in a really horrible way.
1: But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, i just to well, you're the one that got on some bloody. <laughs> you, uh, you're belties. the one who went worryingly deep. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> <laughs> Mine was just a witty quip to say that it's it's your birthday. Happy. Well, it was your birthday last week. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. Happy
0: birthday to you. Uh, uh, I, I didn't say it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, thank you, Sean. Um, it was my birthday. Uh should we introduce our drinks first though, seeing as we've
1: let's let's do it. We've already
0: uh not really <laughs> been let's run over this podcast again. In case you're listening. Into episode number seven first. Sean brings a wine to the table. Today's bottle brought a champagne. I bring a beer to the table. And at the end of the podcast, we decide who's his best. The job throughout the podcast, apart from just chatting, uh, is to impress the other and persuade them that
1: our drink is better. So uh, what have you got for us, Sean? Um, so this week we're drinking um, Charton Taillet's Cuvée Saint-Anne um, champagne from Merfri, uh, which is just northwest of Ram don't understand what that means um but that is usual it's it will be from the champagne
0: region though. it is from
1: the champagne region of france so yeah. um quick little uh, little fact about champagne all champagne don't lose confidence come... halfway through all champagne needs to come from the champagne region in france a... champagne is a place Funny little fact, um, champagne is the a only... A fact You're uh, like a Russian doll of terrible, boring facts. <laughs> thanks, trivia. Thanks, thanks, Josh. Dolls of very there. <laughs> who, who wonders why I lose confidence halfway through a fact when I've got a co-host like this? Um, champagne is the only appellation, um not to that put... That means region, I think, appellation, by the way. Uh, not to put appellation on the label. It just puts champagne because it's famous enough as an entity that you don't need to put that it's... A law and a place. I'm pretty sure when I drunk
0: JP Chene, they just had JP Chene rather but than that's the same. because that,
1: that's because that's a brand name and that Appalachian would be like Von de France or something like that. Wouldn't have thought so. It'd be on the back of the label. Wouldn't have thought so. It, yeah, it definitely. Wouldn't,
0: wouldn't have thought be. so. Anyway, I brought uh, <laughs> I've brought a um, it's a bit of a lazy choice today from me. Uh, it's Brew Dogs Punk IPA. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah. What's your take on Brewdog? You're not really. A I'm fan, not a fan of
1: Brewdog. They make they make average beers, but my main quip with Brewdog, and I think we've done this before on the show, because uh, no, I think we've done P- Brewdog before.
0: No, you've accidentally let people behind the curtain, which in this case isn't that bad. It's not like sort of. A net curtain in some sort of really dangerous house um, where some terrible things are happening. Well, you get off the subject <laughs> of terrible
1: people and terrible things. Uh, I thought you'd had a nice couple of days away for your holiday. No, I but... have.
0: <laughs> it's really <been> my first <laughs> day back say... at work and I'm tired. I've been catching up. <laughs> it great, oh, yeah, I went on holiday. Oh, though. wow. It was, it was done a done lovely
1: snippet in sort of workings no, of Josh. But... He's one day back at work It is on some murder and sometimes, and. sometimes torture houses behind net curtains.
0: Sometimes none. do not say torture. Watch out! It could have been anything. It could have been someone <laughs> cheating at Monopoly. It's your mind that went somewhere dark. I do take cheating at Monopoly very seriously. Oh, yes, we do. As yes. with all, as with all uh, board the First-hand models. experience with that. Absolutely. Um, no, what what do we get to? Behind the Curtain. Yeah, we haven't actually done um, BrewDog on the show before but was that behind the, the curtain we before we uploaded one, any podcasts yeah. um we actually did a couple of test podcasts um just to see if it was bearable um which it wasn't
1: but we'd invested <laughs> we'd invested a bit of uh we bought we bought at least a case of wine and thought we would best at least drink through it may as well get on it yeah. yeah
0: so um we're yeah we're doing that um so yes i've got the punk ipa from brew dog um sean's got the champagne oh brew brew dog by the way uh have you heard about their latest uh pr marketing uh thing
1: uh, no is it another 40 percent beer aka whiskey
0: no it's not um 40 uh, percent beer aka whiskey they've um you know how if if you if you had a if you had a spawn a child a, a, a birth a birthed human you know yes. if you birthed a human you get um, paternity leave with, yes yeah um now if you birth a dog uh, you get poor turnity leave if you work for Brewdog, oh. where you get a week off to. To be honest, I'm I'm not in their sort of PR nonsense, but I, I'd like to spend a week with my new puffer. <laughs>
1: yeah it sounds lovely but i don't think i don't think kind of just like business that's a week of paid holiday you've got to give to your employees just because they buy a dog yeah doesn't make any financial sense
0: well okay mr business mad, over there Mad
1: people In mad here. mad they've got anyway they've got awful slogans on their cans and it's punk and junk well let's yes, not get into complete junk brew dog we we, we ah. should
0: if uh at any point we need to find sponsorship for this podcast it's going to be really hard <laughs> i would
1: not accept it <laughs> well i think
0: if they came to us i think you'd have to just start saying nice things about just... rudog for the cash
1: i would just stop saying bad things
0: yeah, okay, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, there we are those are the drinks um we'll be trying to impress the other with certain little bits throughout the show
1: but let's just carry on so how was the old birthday the old trip Birthday was good.
0: Um went to uh went to Scotland. Uh just in the countryside. Ah. Try and get away from it all man, you know the, you city rats, <laughs> you just don't know how to live, you know. Buzzling about on the tube, crushing against each other. You're more of
1: a city rat than I. You were born in Luton. I was born in Hampshire.
0: Yeah, that's true. But now look at you, in <laughs> in that in London. As running per, about running about you don't know what it's like to be outside in the countryside in scotland man i do i was there for four days oh bare grilling it i really was um i w- walked up ben nevis
1: did you yeah well, how far did you get before you started uh, panting and <laughs> well i i i didn't i didn't pant uh, at all actually I was trying to book a gp appointment thinking you oh this must be asthma <laughs> no no i didn't need to I, I i walked up ben nevis it was great how far up ben nevis
0: why does everyone always ask this? <laughs> how far? How Every far, Ben Lewis? Every bastard! Why, why? If someone said I walked up uh, Mount Everest and they had like a Berghaus fleece on, you just accept it. No, I you say I you'd say,
1: up... "Oh, where, where? How how far did you get? Did you reach? Um, first of all, so you say, did you reach base camp, which is actually quite a considerable height? And then you'd ask if they if they scaled the summit. Well, there wasn't a base camp at Ben Nevis. No, I don't. No, I don't think there is, is there? No. So how far up Ben Nevis did you get? How do you want your statistics? What um, units do you want? Just a nice,
0: easy-to-deal fraction. I, I couldn't possibly work out the fraction. Do you want time? Walking yeah. time? Yeah,
1: walking time.
0: 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got there really late. You put, one, you put one foot on Ben Nevis and then walked away. <laughs> we got there really late. That's it. We've scaled Ben Nevis. <laughs> My right foot is firmly planted. We just turned upon... up. We turned this up. Mount Ben Nevis. We t- this counts <laughs> Rosaline, this counts.
0: Uh, we turned up late and we didn't realise it's like eight hours to go up and down in the winter Ooh. and you need a compass, you need a torch, you need all these things. We were just wearing jeans. Oh
1: you're 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 these people. We, <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly why that's exactly why we didn't try it. Because <laughs> we
0: didn't want to be those Londoners that get uh, the mountain rescue called out and almost die, and then I'll in the local paper <laughs> and get like charged for the
1: their sh- half the shivering half to death. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And your Jack peak exactly. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't take that. I took a new coat, but yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to be those people, but we very nearly were. So I, I couldn't say. Uh, I, I went. Is- I went all the way to Ben Nevis and didn't walk up it. So I did walk up it with the hope of just being able to say I walked up Ben Nevis. Okay. But, um, you you got it um otherwise apart from my ben Nevis thing all largely good airbnb owner uh, got a bit weird uh, as we left um it was kind of like uh, a cottage on like by their house okay so they were around um but we didn't say bye or anything so we didn't see them all weekend we just sort of left the keys in the door as they requested and we drove off and okay. then they sent us a text saying um bit weird you didn't say bye a bit strange. <laughs> really? So why are you being so needy? That's not weird, is it? Were we bad to have uh maybe they worked out that I, I fed high salt foods to their hens after they said not to. <laughs> but um
1: <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just uh like you said a city versus country thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem mad though, does it to you? No it does, it does seem, seem mad. Little, it does seem a little bit mental. Yeah, what from their part? No, from your part. I mean if I can kind of see why they'd be a little bit irked if you didn't come say goodbye, but I don't think why. To, I don't think they needed to send. I'm a paying text. you,
0: like money to live in their house. I'm not. They're not like friends who have had me stay over.
1: I'd have said goodbye.
0: I don't think you would have.
1: I'd have said goodbye.
0: No, I said goodbye to the hens because those gals were great. Um, they they knew <laughs> what the scoop was. Yeah, but the
1: gag- first time Josh has had a gaggle of hens,
0: it certainly is. Um, yeah, but uh, and uh, big news. Um, for you you know Sean, that a uh, uh, a birthday catastrophe is something that i'm not um unfamiliar with
1: yes i do try and keep a distance from you on your birthdays now
0: i've seen i've seen the darkness cloud my mind uh, <laughs> around birthdays it's i i fear i fear the reaper i fear the constant ticking of time yeah a um,
1: uh, first hand experience of this is us together in scotland also mm-hmm. and you having a uh, meltdown um, whilst putting together a little lego set that i bought you
0: yeah that was nice though um but this year no 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 meltdown you were
1: sans meltdown seemingly without a meltdown which is good but if you had one are you kind of you is this like a time bomb situation i don't know i could don't you have know one, could you have one too many glasses of champagne
0: And to, have one tonight? to be honest I, there haven't been lots of birthday things to make me think about it so maybe that's what's actually like i haven't got oh, any have presents tipped, yet really have i tipped it over with the champagne No, no no cards. i think we're okay i think we're okay Although I did start with quite a dark intro to this podcast. Yeah. But no, I, I think we're fine. I think we're okay. Um, but my 19th was definitely the worst. Um, do you know about my 19th catastrophe? Uh,
1: for the sake of the podcast, no. No, well, that's it. Obviously, yeah, I was going to say that anyway.
0: So what was the point of teasing? Uh, but yeah, the 19th was worse. I think it was the thing that really got me was that it was my last year of being a teenager. That really sort of smacked you know it really sort of hit me i really didn't like it i really got upset as well plus it was my first year at uni when i was and i'd only really known people for like uh what would it have been like five months still getting to well, yeah, know them October still to february yeah yeah so still trying to sort of bed in there like make friends get people to like you so it's probably a little bit emotionally strong there as well but I was, I, I I cried quite a lot throughout oh, the day, George. and then all my mates took me out to uh, the SU, um, and uh, student <laughs> I, union. If you didn't know, student what SU union, meant. yeah, like just the local bar. Um, and I was just so sad. People kept buying me drinks, and I was sad. Sounds great, free drinks. It, yeah, I know, but I, yeah, still, I wasn't smiling. Um, I kept requesting uh, the Smiths to go on the jukebox on, I think it was a Friday night, or oh, it was definitely a, a big night uh, in the local pub, uh, and then I was so sad and forlorn um, that my friend Joe had um, these very cool friends. Um, called uh, well B and K will call them, but it wasn't the Burger King. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, he had these cool friends, and they had um some really attractive girls with them. Okay, and Joe is just trying his bloody best because his brand new mate is uh he's down. He wants to cheer him up, um. So he goes up to his cool mates and's like, guys, Josh is um. I'm I'm riffing it. I didn't actually hear him say it, but this is what I assume he asked. It's like uh. Josh's having a bit of a downer. Do, do you mind, girls? Do you mind just going off and like saying hi and just seeing if he's all right, cheering him up a bit, having a bit of a laugh? And they come over. And two minutes later, they're gone. <laughs> they're too sad. They may dress all in Black Sean, but when it comes to actual depression... And they can't down, hack it. They can't hack it, mate. They want to go out to a club and listen to a propaganda DJ play the Fratellis so that's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear about the constant ticking of time and my graph that I drew out on the table, which you may have seen me draw before, which is <laughs> it used to be a graph of... Um, it was me versus Terry Wogan. Or like... <laughs> And it, we both start at the same point at time zero, and then Terry Wogan would have a really good life, and I'd go up on the graph with him, and I'd stay down for me, um, because I may or may not have a good life, who knows? And then I'd finish with, and we both end up here, <laughs> the same place. And I draw this, I drew this graph out for them on the table when they left,
1: <laughs> as they as they had the right to do. Just uh, well god bless terry rogan and this rest his soul He's yeah dead, isn't he? yeah
0: this this was pre um pre terry rogan's death um okay. which you know is sad but um and you could say his legacy actually means that he, he didn't end up in the same place as when i might die but um still a fond place in people's hearts but uh either way that's the chart i drew oh, <laughs> on gosh. on the sticky su table with the straw um <laughs> What
1: did you draw her in? Spilled beer? No, it just kind
0: of mapped it out, you know, pointed it out. Oh, okay. But yeah, not a good way to birthday. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really, really want you in my mouth. From then on there, oh, we'll head on further south. Am I talking about the blood of a
1: love rival? Oh, no, oh, it's wine. Drinking, it's fine. Celebration. Mm good times yeah fun yeah birthdays uh-huh synonymous with
0: well all of the things you just said
1: what 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 else goes hand in hand with parties and celebration
0: um parallel no Does for me, mate. Champagne. Oh right, yeah, for you, yeah, that's true. Um, Yes, always a glass. That's what we're drinking today, isn't it? It is, yeah. So So this is. We should explain. This is Sean's time to impress me with his wine, Um, and it's it's not just a wine today. It's a champagne.
1: Yes. So, um, champagne being style of style of. Go on. Come on. Ah, get there in the end, Sean. Come on. Um so Champagne's a start of sparkling wine from the region of Champagne, um in the east of France, in the northeast of France. Um, factually true. Yeah. So actually uh kind of just north of Chablis, kind of in between kind of uh Lyon and uh Paris. That kind of area It's good
0: to know that if uh, your career as a sommelier doesn't work out, which I highly expect it won't, you can always be an Uber driver around France. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very vague Uber driver. (laughs) Very vague. Can you take me near here? Yes. Yeah, I can do that. I can get you near there. Um, So, yeah, champagne is made from uh, (laughs) a Bend 3. That wasn't your audio <laughs> skipping that was sean's mind uh buffering. skipping yeah uh so champagne is blend older now come on going mate. well for me is it this is your job it and... is oh, oh well, you're not paying me for this are you i well, that... not paying no one's <laughs> getting paid <laughs> early days yet right champagne wine sparkling french normally made from a blend of three great varieties pinot noir chardonnay pinot Meunier. This is uh, Châton Taillet's Cuvée Saint-Anne. So Châton Taillet are a small producer um, based in the little village of Mervy, which is just northwest of um, one of the main um, towns in Champagne called Ram. Um, it's a father-and-son duo called Philippe and Alexandre, um, and they've only got 12 hectares of vineyards, which is really quite small. Losers! <laughs> I've got 14! I haven't, but that's what some with 14
0: might say to them on their tractors as they pass. It quite possibly could be,
1: yeah, but I don't think they would. So uh, it's a blend of um, 35% Chardonnay and 65% Pinot Noir from all quite old vines, all of kind of minimum 30 years old. Um, so it's quite a... Quite a vibrant style of champagne. um, Lots of kind of apple and pear fruit. Yeah. um, And it's fizzy. So what's not to like?
0: That's true. And Pinot Noir, I assume, is a
1: a black grape? Yeah, so Pinot Noir is a red grape variety. Red or, yeah, as you said, black varietal. But you can make white wines from black grapes, as you would in champagne. and call it a blanc de noir, which means white of black. So what you would do is simply press the grapes, take the juice straight off before it's had any contact with the skins, um, because if you press even black grapes, but the I juice thought will that's, be clear. I thought
0: that was a blush, isn't it? Like when you use, don't you get a blush from that because you can't help a bit of the skin colour getting into the thing.
1: No, it will be. It will be like white wine. Okay, yeah. If if, if it's done kind of carefully and and gently, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what they would do is make a blonde noir out of the pinot noir. So we'd press it very gently, get just the first run juice off. Um, so it would be a clear juice, and they'd also do the same with the chardonnay as well, because it's a white varietal. Um, it's going to be a white juice anyway. Yeah. And there you go. Sure. Yeah, it's delicious. It's vibrant. Um, it's beautifully textured. It's slightly creamy. Um, beautiful kind of nectarine fruit. A little bit of brioche. Toasty. Great weight to it. It's delicious.
0: It is a goodie. Uh I'm I'm a lucky birthday boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's really good actually. Very delicious. It's very um, tasty. Yeah. I'm I'm on board.
1: Well, I'm glad you are uh,
0: So Sean I think it was on The last podcast Was it the last podcast? I think it was um, I was telling you About my girlfriend Fancy a comedian Yes Liam Williams Fancy Liam Williams La Williamson or Williams? Liam Williams What is it with you And wanting to put Son on the end <laughs> You've done it loads. Just <laughs> sounds right. Come to me. on, mate. You've got the wrong bus here. You're getting comedians' names wrong. Oh, yes,
1: it took me 40 minutes the to wine get from cell North, North Greenwich fair Station to, to was, your house. The wine cell was a bit lumpy. Is everything okay at home? Um, well, well, yeah, yeah, ish, but we'll, we won't talk about that. Yeah, now. fair <laughs> um,
0: Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, my girlfriend fancied this comedian called Liam Williams, a uh, very funny guy. Um, And it was basically off of my. um. Off of my back, my request.
1: Well, yeah, you like, re- you recommended. You recommended go to go see him. Yeah, I
0: recommended him as a fancy possibility to her, and she agreed. So uh, we went to see him live at this amazing comedy night called uh, it's Sabotage" at the Bill Murray uh, in Islington, London. Everyone should go. I think the next one's in May. Out of this world lineup was incredible. Brilliant. Daniel Kidson was on who is like one of the best stand-up comedy like he's generally regarded as the best stand-up comedian in the country but he doesn't do tv
1: oh yes i've heard of this guy he doesn't do like self-promotion or tv or anything yeah exactly word of mouth the best comedian there is yeah
0: so yeah yeah, um i think i pronounced it kidson it's not it's kitson my bad um but yeah incredible and he wasn't on the bill but he turned up anyway i digress and uh it's, it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> um anyway, uh so yeah, he was on and then um yeah, so I took, sorry. This is nonsense. We are being so bad today. We're at being, being yeah. off track. Uh,
1: we get out of routine for a week. Um yeah, we had
0: a holiday last week. Um anyway, girlfriend Francis is comedian thanks to my request. We go see him live um at this sort of variety comedy night. Um and it kind of worked out perfectly for me. Because hey ho she doesn't fancy Liam Williams. Seeing him live completely turned the off switch. Really? Completely flicked it. Had no interest in him whatsoever. I was laughing in hysterics, even though the set was pretty much the same as what we saw yeah. when we first saw him.
1: It was a very funny set. Very
0: funny set, though. Still laughing along. Um, I, I still fancy him a bit. He's great. <laughs> um,
1: doesn't strike me as your type, yeah. But yeah,
0: uh, he was... Um, my girlfriend completely sort of switches off. Um, which is always good to hear when um she's about three feet away from someone. Um but uh little switch, little switcheroo, little twist, there was a female comedian.
1: That Josh got a switch on for?
0: A little bit. Yeah, she's <laughs> so funny and uh she's from New Zealand. And uh, I don't know if I should say her name because <laughs> I don't know. I feel a bit weird. I'm like a giddy schoolboy. Okay, well you, can, you,
1: um, can, you can you can set. You can well, let, no, I will. Uh, it's, you can let you can let me know. You can. Well, no,
0: it's it's Rose oh, it's Rose Matafeo. Ooh, how do you um, spell that? Uh, M A T A F E O, uh, which I know from typing into Instagram and Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but she outstanding New Zealand comedian. She was on um, and. Uh, it was very much like how I thought my girlfriend would fancy liam williams, and i recommended uh I recommended him to her on a fancy level it didn 't didn't turn out that way of course, but my girlfriend straight after rose 's set turned to me and said um you fancy her, don't you? A lot. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, I do. Um, so it's a real switcheroo. Um, but actually, turned out roses for me. Um, Rose. Both, both, both Rose, my girlfriend, and Rose Matafeo, yeah. and roses.
1: The- it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. beautiful flower of which my night was. So if you think you've had uh, relationship worries this week...
0: Well, they, they started with worry and then turned to massive glee. Well,
1: well, now Rose has got relationship worries. Both yeah. both both the Rose in your life and the both you wo- Rose wish to be in your life should be worried. I think it's nice to be challenged in li- life, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. yeah. And speaking of challenging situations, um, I had a bit of a, an awkward sitch with the old GF... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did she finally see you nude? Um, yes. But that's not what was awkward. Um, so, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit blue, this. <laughs> um, but, uh, why? You, here's what's in my mind
0: when you said the word blue Ferrera Rocher, the 1980s Golf <laughs> GTI advert, key swapping parties. <laughs> like belts and braces
1: and I don't know why no so um right Four reasons uh, me and my girlfriend haven't had to use um condoms oh for, my god for a couple this, of Jesus. years <laughs> it's a very blue um
0: and I didn't realize we were talking gyneologically blue I thought we were talking more <laughs> pornographically
1: okay right um we haven't had to we haven't we haven't had to use them Ooh. um now, now now we may have to um so <laughs> have you run this past your girlfriend that she's cool with this story i've told loads of other people this story it's fine <laughs> yeah that's she'll be fine works. with that
0: yeah turns out i didn't lie because
1: i wrote it in six <laughs> other articles so <laughs> bog off <laughs> yeah she'll be fine she'll be all right she will be alright she just listened to the podcast. um so um who does <laughs> um so basically i, I bought a pack of condoms and uh seeing as i hadn't worn one for a couple of years this is so gross <laughs> this is so gross i was going to try I... and suggest
0: we make this podcast non explicit
1: <laughs> but what's the fucking point <laughs> I, uh, this is so i decided to practice by oh, myself well, i don't want to know about this <laughs> so i um had what some what one would refer to as a as a posh wank Oh, this is... right this is really horrible okay fine and um, so there was there was a condom missing from the pack I get a call from my girlfriend at work uh, you well text first you need to call me now call me now call me now call me now bad news so I step out from work give her a call she's in tears what's going on who is she why are you doing this to me? I'm like whoa, 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 whoa.
0: First of all, thank you very much for assuming I could do something like this. <laughs> yeah, very <Not really> flattering.
1: <laughs> now let me tell you the truth. Um, what, 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 what's, what's going? What, what's the matter? And then through tears, she says, there's, "There's condom missing from the pack that you bought." Oh yeah, let me uh, explain about that. And uh, she didn't believe me. She didn't believe you? No, so it did take a bit of convincing on my part to gonna convince her that that was true. That the reason there was a condom missing from the pack was because I'd used it by myself. Well, what was... Does she believe you now? She believes me now, but for a good kind of half a day, she thought I was cheating on her. <laughs> nearly ended my relationship. <laughs> oh... <laughs> In many ways, it was
0: worth I wanted to hear the story. It was worth your <laughs> grotesque uh, explanation Delivery. of what you did to yourself um, in that dark, dark room, <laughs> in that dark, dark place. Um, it was probably
1: more about midday. It was yeah, mid-time. well, you,
0: you work in the service industry, so yeah. you know, your, your your clocks were a bit switched. Um, wow, okay. That's not ideal, is it? No, it That's wasn't. not ideal, um,
1: but you're through. yeah made it through and uh, I don't know if we're stronger for it but there we are
0: no often (laughs) in relationships it can often be we're not stronger because of uh, something that something stupid that that the man has done (laughs) yeah exactly Um, but yeah well well done Sean well done for making it through yeah thank you I feel good
1: for it was good to share yeah
0: yeah. nice nice to have you sharing Um, don't talk about that again no Beer's in heaven. So it's come to that time in the show where Sean has had a chance to tell me about why his wine is so special and so cool. And now it's my time to do the same from the beer that I've brought. Um, Today we're drinking a Brewdog Punk IPA. It's a kind of standard sort of um, like craft in inverted commas beer, uh, you know, Comes in little cans, 5.6%. It's your standard. Comes in little cans. <laughs> it's your standard thing, isn't
1: it? Is it 5.6%? 5.6%.
0: It's
1: um, heavy going, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's your
0: standard like IPA sort of thing. Um, but I don't know enough about it beyond that to really impress Sean with it. So what I like to do is tell a story. A story that puts him in a place where he wants nothing more than a beer. And then I grant him that beer.
1: No, that's not quite true. What I want nothing more is for the story to end. Yeah, well... Okay, well, you can't have
0: that. Um, so, Sean, have you got your lines? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, well, we begin. Um, that's pan pipes, by the way. Do-do-do-do. Sean awoke to complete absorbing darkness, yet his internal clock told him it should be dawn. All signs were there. His bladder was full to burst, and the ice laden on his skin was beginning to thaw and reveal sores and ice burns that resembled a sewer rat's innards. Oh. Yeah, exactly. A fragmented and torturous line of mountain peaks fell to reveal the new day's sun, exposing the landscape of Nepal and Archduke Divney's expedition to Mount Everest. My surname's Divney, by the way, in case you didn't catch that at the beginning. Yeah. The Archduke addressed the camp. My friends, our strength is not locked away somewhere to be found, to look for, to scrabble around in packs and hunt down. It is you. No sooner can your courage detach from yourself than your blood leave your veins. They are one, it defines you, as with this peak. We must not tolerate the image of its summit escaping us, but know that we already have it, for no rock should be below so bold a crew as you. To your stations, and forward, unless ye have words to
1: say. Blub, blub, blub. Blob, bob. Bubba, bubba. Blib, bob.
0: Sean had fallen asleep face down in a muddy puddle. He rose out from the puddle as the crew dissipated and cursed the charmless gremlin.
1: (laughs) Can't believe Archduke Divney would say such nice things about a team I'm part of.
0: He remarked to himself while standing on all fours and chewing cud, for Sean had taken employ as a pack
1: horse. (laughs) (sighs) It, it, It ain't great money, and it ain't easy work, and it ain't fun when the gravel works its way into your knee joints and feels like there's a little fire inside my bones but at least I get to see my sister.
0: For once, Sean's brain wasn't corrupted by the exotic Nepalese flora and fauna he'd be eating. Sean's sister was on the expedition.
1: I'll never get tired of seeing her. Oh, yes, please. Go on. More, more, more.
0: His voice cried as the Archduke entered his sister's tent and (sighs) they created a sound of clashing bamboo tent poles heard across the camp for three to three and a quarter minutes.
1: Life as a pack horse sure feels like pure
0: Ecstasy His sister coincidentally finished his sentence with a shake and gutter all
1: yell. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> tracking The gun. Um but we you 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 were worried about my story um <laughs> jeopardizing the fact that we couldn't we could <laughs> leave off the explicit mark on the podcast. <laughs> There's
0: nothing graphic
1: here, babe. <laughs> There's nothing grabbing here at all. It's just
0: all implied about knocking boots. (laughs) The trekking began and the weight of the packs pinched all the air out of Sean's lungs. The pinch was then a mighty clamp once the Archduke decided to ride the ugly pony, citing he had not enough energy after his morning routine. (laughs) As the air thinned in the higher climbs of Mount Everest, Sean could swear that his lungs were on fire.
1: I could swear that my lungs are on fire is what he would have said. But what actually came out was...
0: As he had said since being muzzled due to questioning why the packs on his back were missing the handcuffs and riding crop that were there before. Eventually the crew reached the peak. But Sean, only a few metres behind, slipped on a frozen patch of drawl from the Archduke and rolled all the way down the mountain each impact feeling like the crush of an almighty iron fist as he lay there at the bottom a bottle fell out the pack and he took a sip
1: well this is a cat not a bottle semantics how's that um that's not going to cut it is it fine
0: Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine All the time with Sean I love that jingle. It's good, isn't it? Thank uh, you very much to Matt Young, who was our guest on episode four or five, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well to listen if you haven't listened already. Um, Sean, it is time for Wine News. It,
1: it is, yeah. And we've got some crackers of stories right now. So um, first up, man builds champagne bottle house. That's not a house for his champagne bottles. He built a house out of champagne bottles. Um, so a man in uh, in Western Russia's Ural Mountains has constructed a house out of champagne. Champagne bottles, twelve thousand champagne bottles to be exact. Um, he didn't drink all of the champagne. <laughs> oh no! Why have you got mad eyes? <laughs> you can't see us, but he gets mad eyes when he's
0: doing his news voice.
1: Um, so he, uh, he he went round to um, bottle banks and collected twelve thousand bottles of champagne. Had neighbors help him, and then him and his son built a house out of cham- champagne bottles. Would you believe it? Um next up, um a Trump wine boycott backfires spectacularly. Um so um they tried to stop Donald Trump in the primaries, they tried to stop him on election day, and then they tried to stop his wine selling in supermarkets and failed. Um so um you might not know this, but Trump has Trump has a vineyard. Um and essentially there's one um woman um who tried to get everybody to boycott his wines. Right, yeah. Um from supermarkets in the US. Um it really backfired and her local supermarket ran out of uh, Trump wine. They sold out.
0: Oh really? Yeah. People just got um got a bit miffed did they that she is trying to I don't know. It was know, just... just
1: subliminal marketing, wasn't it? Even Trump all Trump supporters are raving alcoholics. Um <laughs> Um third and final story Um I'm gonna read this headline exactly as it reads. Pleasely. Cheers! Cheers to you. Strangers share bottle of wine found on NYC Subway. Um so two Stand-up citizens found a bottle of champagne, a bottle of uh, wine on the uh, subway in New York, um, and decided to crack it open and share it, um, as well as a little mini bottle of tequila. By the looks of this uh, of this photo here, um, so a bottle of wine rolled out from underneath a seat. One man grabbed it, opened it. Must have had a corkscrew on him because it's a it's a cork top top. Um, Doesn't it make you always wonder? Always prepared. Um, he's, well, wearing, he's, wearing a, he's wearing a jacket and tie and nice shoes so maybe he just always he keeps a corkscrew on him as well. Maybe he's going to <laughs> that's a not something people with suits have. I, I wear a suit quite often and always carry a bottle opener with me. You are literally a waiter. And it is a waiter's friend. So. <laughs> um, yeah, these two guys shared a bottle of uh, Subway wine on the subway. Oh, Does that, that sound is- like something you feel like doing? Would you would you do that if you're on the if you're on the tube and you find a bottle of wine just rolls out from under the seat, you just crack it open to the guy sat next to you? No, but like well, I morning. I wouldn't
0: expect it to be news if I did. It uh, was news. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was. I this is all that happens in the world of wine. This is what we live for. Can we? What <laughs> what room is there to do like um celeb goss? Like could we do more of an e style wine news?
1: Um, we could. Yes. Um, do you want me to find some uh, no, no, not wine right now. Not, no,
0: no, no. Let's see what Johnson Swabinson has been up to this week. Oh no, I meant kind of like actual celebrities, not wine.
1: Okay. Uh, that's the, uh Twitter. What's she been up to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is going to be uh, this going to um, be some really fresh content. for you Oh, here we guys. go.
1: Um, my task this morning: spotting which of the bottle in the double mag. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> my task this morning: spotting which the bottle, which the double mag. From Lacan Lacon La um, Eighty-five, ninety, oh one, oh five, oh nine. Hashtag tough life. Um, I think she's just saying she's got an array of vintage of uh, uh, a Pomerol producer, La Consciente, um, Some of which are in bottles, some of which are in double magnum, and she has to decide which um, vintage has been poured from the bottle, which has been poured from the double magnum, because they would age at different rates. Because uh, the format size of a bottle uh, affects the rate of the aging of a bottle. So essentially, the smaller a bottle size, uh, the quicker it will age, because part um wine aging is this just is the oxi- worst. oxidization effectively um, and if that happens on a quicker rate because of um, surface area of a smaller bottle or a larger bottle then um, aging happens at s- slower or faster rates this there is, you go josh this is the worst it's just full of facts upon facts upon facts upon breaking well, it's, wine it's, it's news incomprehensible
0: words it's like, what's Jancis
1: Robinson been up building, to this week you're
0: building a wall of words you're the Donald
1: Trump of wine words you are you are the third person to liken me to Donald Trump in recent memory <laughs> in
0: recent memory <laughs> in recent like before weeks. when he was on The Apprentice no, That's just like in the,
1: recent weeks
0: <laughs> the actual president of the United States did used yeah. to be on The Apprentice uh, yeah, you've yeah. Well, that, why? You're not that. You're not racist,
1: are you? No. Well, essentially, say
0: well, say no first. Uh, no, 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 no.
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm not racist. I don't want to build a wall around us and France. Um, I, I, I guess in a guest in my restaurant likened me to Trump, uh, and then <laughs> why? <sighs> because they're mental.
0: Well, I don't think they're mental. To... Okay, well, let's... I'm not going to get, let's into, it, get that. into
1: that. I don't want to know. Um, and then there was a. Uh...
0: He's not. He's not like Trump. There was
1: the way. another one We're not. Line we're not...
0: I need to know. I need to go in here. We're, we're not the bad guys. Okay, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we should stop talking. Because you, you. when you're saying three people like you to Trump, I'm picturing myself as someone else listening to this and thinking. Are these guys the bad guys? We're, no, we're, we're not. no, no, no. no. We're not, we're not.
1: I'm justly likened to Trump. Yeah. I'm not like Trump. I've better hair for a start.
0: You do have better hair. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Like and and you yeah. Anyway, we're not <laughs> getting into this. Um, I I by, just before we before we sign off on Wine News, um, I saw a documentary on Netflix which you'll be very proud I watched, all about the wine um have you seen this? You heard about this? All about the wine uh, What's the word? Um, Forfeiter. Not forfeit. What's the word?
1: What are you talking about?
0: Counterfeiter. Wine counterfeiting.
1: Oh, Rudy Kudanari. Rudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it definitely is. Uh, I think we talked about it once, didn't we? We did, yeah. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, very good documentary on Netflix about it. Um, Easy to find. Um, It's actually quite interesting, considering I gave the story an absolute... um, blasting on the podcast of being boring. We did poo poo it. I yeah. did poo poo it. Um, it's actually really interesting and well worth a little watch actually. So there we are. Proved wrong. Um, that is my news. Okay then Sean, um we find ourselves at the other end of the podcast. If the beginning is the mouth, this is the no. oh, don't go there. No. <laughs> the, the,
1: the, the big toe. Y- yeah. The kneecap. Know. What's the end of the? Okay, okay fine. Okay. The, the well, heel. May...
0: Oh. Okay. This is the end. It's the end of the show. Um, Final curtain. And we need to we need to work out whose drink was preferred. Uh, the whole theme of the podcast is: I bring a beer, Sean brings a wine we tried to make the other person prefer the beer we've brought um so sean, beer we've brought just or drink, we've drink brought. we brought sorry yeah um so sean what did you bring
1: um, so this is uh Saint Santan champagne lovely champagne.
0: stuff um you correcting me on um uh how i misspoke there what did i say again
1: uh, you said uh... <laughs> it's been a long day <laughs>
0: Uh, you, you you just said uh, the beer we bring. The beer we bring, rather than the, the, the wine and beer or drink we the bring. Drink we bring. Um, I shouted uh, at a friend of mine. Um, I We were talking about a, a, a fictional come dine with me and the three courses we'd do. Oh,
1: I'd love to go and come dine with me.
0: Yeah, we were talking about the fictional courses we'd do and it got to dessert and I kept shouting at them champagne, prosecco, champagne, prosecco, champagne, prosecco. And they oh, looked they, they looked at me like... What are you talking about? It's like uh, champagne prosecco, you idiot! It's like, what are you talking about? Listen, dimwit, with your stupid brain, <laughs> champagne prosecco. What's so hard to understand? I was trying to say champagne sorbet, uh, uh, but uh, I just couldn't get it across. Um, so,
1: out of interest, what would your uh, what, what would your menu be? Well, I didn't
0: actually um, uh, skip forward a few minutes, if you want to find out the results of this podcast and don't care about this. Um. I didn't actually get anywhere with it. No, no. I thought maybe a chowder for starters. Um, uh,
1: soup. Yeah, it's it's a nice, it's a delicious soup, soup. Yeah, but a lot of people are just going to think, oh, is only them a soup? Do
0: you reckon? Yeah. Um, well, this was the thing. And then mains. I, I I've got some mains I'm proud of, but it's all stuff that would be a bit root one for you know, like a, a good lasagna recipe and a good like pasta recipe, and it's all a bit root one.
1: Well, no, that uh, that's what you want. That's what you want for a par- for a dinner party like that. You want something really tasty, kind of served up family style. People just help themselves. You're impressed with the starter and the, and the dessert. Make them wow. And in the main course, just really wholesome. Well, what would delicious. you do then? What's your... what's your? I, I'd do something to start off something. Sh- I, oh
0: my God, I'm so sorry. You may not know what Come Dine With Me is. Um, Come Dine With Me is a TV show where four guests who don't know each other have to cook for each other um, in four consecutive nights and they all vote for each other, saying how well how good the night was on food and entertainment, and the winner wins a grand. Sean, continue.
1: Yeah, to start, I'd do something. Oh, I don't know. I'd go really cheesy and just do like a prawn cocktail. I think a prawn cocktail. I'd make it a, a, a pretty banging prawn cocktail. You're you've come across
0: badly in this podcast, and I'll tell you for why. People think you're like Trump, and you want it to be the 80s
1: again. <laughs> you do not <laughs> seem like a modern man. Um, I, don't, I don't, Yeah, just do something like really retro and shit. Tr- Everyone loves a prawn cocktail. No one likes a prawn cocktail. Okay, literally, maybe, literally maybe no one. All right, maybe I've been a little bit eschewed because uh, my father's favourite dish in the entire world is a prawn cocktail, and it's all we eat at family occasions. I literally
0: think no one else eats
1: prawn cocktail. You're you are keeping the world in
0: um, what's that sauce called? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the sauce in prawn Marie <laughs> Rose Marie Rose sauce
1: Yeah, okay In that case, I don't know Bake off some goat's cheese And a little bit of phyllo, phyllo pastry With some honey and some raisins I uh, keep it simple Something like that Then, main course You're, you're looking Beef Wellington Some beautiful mm. uh, Yeah, no, that's a good shout Some beautiful green beans gratin and dauphinoir potatoes. Yeah. Maybe some mashed potatoes as well. You're, keeping, you're given a couple of different types of potato, a couple of different types of veg, some gravy. Mashed and dauphinoir? Yeah, you get the choice of either. Just served up family style in the middle. Like a little buffet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then dessert, I don't know. Um, champagne prosecco yeah champagne prosecco <laughs> lovely
0: um, so yeah anyway we must we've got to go we've been too long we've taken forever this has been the most rambly podcast if you're still here um, drop us an email uh, We and uh, we'll give you five pounds for listening all the way through won't we Sean Yes Yeah um, We don't actually have a show email yet Uh, Our our current system of communication Is screaming out your window And hoping the message gets along to us Well
1: if you live about 10 yards away Then it'll be quite effective
0: Yeah but someone might pass the message on anyway So yeah Yeah. If if you are still listening um, £5 is coming from Sean's Wallet uh, you just need to let us know uh, by screaming out your window. Um, yeah, so, Sean, what drink do you prefer? The Punk IPA from Brewdog or your champagne? Uh, which well, I might My, try tonight.
1: my position on uh, Brewdog is w- well founded, so it's got to be champagne.
0: Okay. Um, and I absolutely agree. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's champagne. It's champagne. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I totally enjoyed that. I was in the mood for it as well. Sean, congratulations on your win.
1: Yes, and that is
0: enough for whining. Winner! Remember to like and subscribe. We will be back again at the same time next week. Don't touch that dial. The, the really there really isn't a dial. It's my- even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.